Hey, Shalene, it's Amy Van Slambrook um, from Naples, Florida, and also Michigan, A. Van Slam. You just read my review on Build Your Tribe. I have to thank you. It just touched my heart so much, and I just can't tell you. It was a morning when I really needed an extra vote of confidence, and it came just, it was just a God thing. So thank you. I love, love, love the shows. I have lots of questions about ADD and being an entrepreneur because I was diagnosed at 46 and just keep those episodes coming. They are amazing. Your episode on aging parents was awesome. And yes, I'm totally dealing with those things with my parents. Thank you so much for everything. I am so glad to be able to provide feedback and to ask you questions and let you know what would mean the most to me. I think just feeding what God is showing you is also definitely hitting home for me and and I'm sure so many people. So thank you for being you. God bless. Bye-bye. Hey there, thanks so much for joining me on this edition of The Chalene Show. Today, we are going to do some serious goal setting and kick off your year right. Welcome to The Chalene Show. Chalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Now, before we start, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to the episode that I did that teaches you how to review your year. In fact, it's called Your Year in Review, How to Have a Better 2020. Now, listen, if you don't have time to listen to that episode, totally cool. If you do, however, I think it's going to help make so much sense when you listen to this one, all right? So if that's the case, put me on pause, go back to listen to this one, and let's proceed, shall we? We're going to start by setting some goals. But before we do that, I don't want you to just dive into this in the way maybe you have in the past regarding goal setting, which is to think about like the things that you would like in your life and what you would like to have and what you would like to accomplish and to achieve That is a phenomenal way to get things done. And we do know that a very small percentage of people ever accomplish their goals. And those people who do accomplish their goals, they have one thing in common. They put them in writing, which is why it's really important for you to grab a pen and a piece of paper. Or if you're one of those super smart individuals who has a push journal, go grab it. You want to put these things in writing and in your push journal, you'll have a space where you can refer back to it. And that's really important because the goals that we're going to set, we're going to tackle them over the next 90 days. And we're going to do it in 30 day chunks, which goes by really fast. But it's so important you write this stuff down. All right. So let me give you some parameters first about goal setting. All right. So first of all, your goals need to be very specific. As specific as possible without you getting too caught up in it. In other words, you don't want to say, I mean, it doesn't help you to say, I want to get healthy. Like, that's so vague that you have no measure by which to hold yourself accountable. You're like, well, I think I'm healthier. You know what I'm saying? So you want to give it something specific, like I want to get off of my diabetes medication, or I want to exercise at least five times a week, or I want to reduce my body fat by 3%, like whatever it is, make it as specific as possible. But don't get so caught up in the specifics that you are paralyzed and can't think of goals. Okay, next. This isn't an exercise of you just writing down things that you would accomplish anyways. It doesn't make sense for me to say it's my goal to exercise five times a week if I'm already doing that. Or it's my goal to hit 
X number of dollars in sales if I'm already on track to do that? Your goals should push you outside of your comfort zone. Also, your goals should have a positive effect on an area of your life that you're trying to improve. So think about when we go back to that previous episode where we identified that one area that you realize you need to make improvements in this area, not because it's important to your mom or society or your boss, but because it matters to you. So when you're setting goals, you've got to keep that key area of your life in mind. Let me give you an example. If you rated your romantic life as a place where you've got to make improvements, you feel disconnected from your significant other, it doesn't make you happy, and then you set a goal for yourself to... I don't know, let's say you're a traveling salesperson to hit a certain number of new accounts. That means you're going to be on the road even more. That's a goal that would actually diminish your ability to honor your key priority. If, for example, your goal is to improve your finances, right? And then you set a goal to spend more time working on your surfing, That's not going to improve your bottom line. You see what I'm saying? Like, so you have to set goals and every goal that you set, it's really simple. Just ask yourself, okay, what's my key priority? What area of your life? The area that you need to improve. And then when you set a goal, just ask yourself quickly, okay, will this hurt or hinder this area of my life? Improve it or is it neutral? If it's neutral, no problem. All right. Number four is, or I should say the fourth tip that I have when it comes to goal setting is to make sure that your goals are pretty diverse across those 10 areas or categories of your life. And those categories, again, if you haven't listened to that episode, include your physical health, mental health, your environment, your hobbies or your things that you do for restoration, your romantic life, your friends and family, your financial situation, the things that you do that feel like they give your life purpose, your spirituality, and your personal growth. So you don't need to set like a goal in each one of these areas, but like, you know, when you get stuck, because a lot of people will do this. I know I do this. I'll sit there and I'm like, okay, so what do I want? Huh. Huh. I'm pretty satisfied. And I have a difficult time sometimes coming up with 10. So then when I look at the list, I'm like, "Uh, oh, yeah, I could definitely set a goal in that area. So just You know, if you didn't already, jot that list down, physical health, mental health, environment, hobbies, romance, friends and family, finances, purpose or work, spirituality, personal growth. And if you get stuck, just come up with a goal in one of those areas. The next tip I have for you is when you look at the goals, you know, because you're going to come up with a list of brainstorming goals first, right? I want you to just brainstorm this list and then we're going to narrow it down to 10. But when you look at the list, just let them come to you free form. And then the ones are really, you're like, ooh, this has me excited. I want you to ask yourself, all right, does this goal give me an inner sense of fulfillment versus the external appearance? In other words, you know, driving a particular car. How will that make you feel about yourself? And no judgment if you're like, you know what? It's going to make me feel pretty, pretty good internally if I'm driving a Bugatti. Well, then God bless you. But I really do want you to think about like, okay, if I accomplish this, how will I feel after I accomplish it? All right, that's my parameters. Now what I want you to do, and you're going to need to put me on pause, is just let whatever goals come to mind, just 
let them all spill out on a piece of paper. Just brainstorm them. And once you do that, think about the parameters I just gave you and pick the 10 most important. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't go anywhere yet. The first three goals that you have, that doesn't mean you have to tackle them first, but at least three of your 10 need to somehow improve the area of your life that you feel like needs the most improvement, okay? So if like right now you think about all the areas of your life and you identified your key or your current priority as like say your physical health, well, the first three goals for the next 90 days should relate to that area. The rest of the goals, goal four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10, no rules. You can do whatever you want, but at least the first three need to somehow relate to improving your current key priority. All right, got that? I want you to put me on pause and just go do that. All right? Put me on pause. I'm waiting. Put me on pause. Go do that. Put it in writing. You know, those of you with a push journal, pull out your push journal. There's a little space there. And do this in writing, y'all, because there is a huge benefit to that. Like, I don't need to go over the neuroscience again. I don't need to go over the statistics. I'll just tell you this. If you want to accomplish these things in the next 90 days, y'all need to put that in writing. And the push journal has been designed specifically for that. But if you don't own one, this still works. Dude, this works. Just put it on paper. I did this for years without having a push journal. It's just a matter of you, you know, finding a nice, neat place to keep track of it. All right. So go ahead. I'll be here waiting when you're done. Now that you've got your 10 goals, three of which relate to the improving that one current or key area of your life, I want you to come up with your push goal. This is the most important part of the podcast. The push goal is a life changer. It is a thing that didn't just allow me to accomplish goals faster. It allowed me to experience clarity and happiness and fulfillment. Like I've mentioned, I knew how to accomplish goals. I would just get there though and go like, okay, why do I feel like there's more I need to do? Why do I feel unfulfilled? And it was learning how to develop this concept of a push goal that changed everything for me. And so many people have shared that this is what made all the difference for them. And so now here's how you do it. You look at your list of 10 goals that you created, right? And from that goal, you're going to identify or create a 11th goal. And I'm going to explain it. And this 11th goal is what we call a push goal. And here's why you need to have done this all on paper. So this next step is not going to work unless you wrote down your 10 goals on paper. It just ain't going to work. So you can stop listening right now if you haven't taken the time to write your 10 goals down. All right. Once you have, here's what I need you to do. Next to each goal... All I want you to ask yourself is like, okay, based on this goal, what will I need to achieve this goal? In most instances, 99% of the time, it's going to boil down to one of these four things. You're either going to need money, time, new skills, or discipline. So for money next to each goal, I want you to put an M. For time, put a T. For skills, put an S. For discipline, put a D. And all you have to do is write an M, T, S, or D next to each goal. So for example, if one of your goals is to lose 15 pounds in the next 90 days, well, that would take discipline and it would take time. It doesn't take money, right? It takes discipline and time. 
Okay. If another goal was to like, you know, you rated your environment really low and you want to remodel your bedroom. Well, that's going to take money. Okay. If another one was, let's say, to drink more water, drink 75 ounces of water every single day. Well, that's a D. That's discipline. It's not going to take money. It's not going to take time. It's just discipline. So you're going to write those things down. And once after each, some of them are going to have a couple of letters, but most of them, it's going to be like one or two letters. It's, It's either money, time, skills, or discipline. And once you've identified those goals, the ones that require more time or money, I want you to estimate as closely as possible how much extra time or money is going to be required. All right. Then, because here's the deal, skills and discipline, we can figure that out. That's pretty simple. But you're going to create an 11th goal by looking at the additional time and money that's going to be required to accomplish these other things. And you're going to say like, okay, so what would I need to do so that I had more, this much time and this much money? Like, So maybe it's like, okay, well, for one thing, I'm going to have to give up the volunteer work that I've been doing at my dad's office. And I'm going to have to give up that time because I, I need more time, right? So that's going to free up like 10 hours a week. And I'm going to use that time to build an online business. And that's going to give me more money. Right? Think of your push goal, something you're going to accomplish that wasn't on your original list of 10. This is like a whole new goal. And it's a goal that makes the other goals possible. I want you to think of your push goal as a domino effect, right? Now, not in all cases does a push goal create time and money. Sometimes you need to create a push goal that makes everything else happen. Like say, for example, you realize all your other goals are dependent upon you just like stop procrastinating. And for some people that might mean like cleaning out your garage, but It's creating an 11th goal that makes all of the others more likely to happen. Some of the goals, it'll have no impact on, right? So let me give you some examples of what this might look like. Let's assume that, you know, in order to accomplish these other goals, you're going to need another $2,500 over the next 90 days because you want to do like, you know, a pretty cute little remake or remodel to your bedroom, like... So you're like, I want a new bed, I want a new mattress, I want to paint, I want to, I don't know how much a remodel costs. I'm just giving you this example. Let's just say it's $2,500, right? And you realize like, yeah, I'd like to spend an additional two hours per week to do this because like I've got to meet with designers or I've got to go online and pick furniture and I need to go shopping or be looking on Pinterest for ideas, etc. All right, so that means that your 11th goal, your push goal needs to create extra income and extra hours. So that might mean that you're like, okay, well, then my push goal is I've got to get a part-time job. I've got to get a part-time job that allows me to make additional money. And that also means I need to be tighter with my schedule so I can free up those additional two hours and I'm going to cut back on my social media. Or maybe you would create a push goal where you're reselling a minimum of $200 worth of stuff every week. Things like And I know that sounds like a lot, but I'm telling you, we have so much stuff in our homes, older electronics, clothes you don't wear anymore, furniture you're not using. Like there's so many things, your skills. There's so many ways for you to make additional income. If you're not clear about that, you need to subscribe to Build Your Tribe because we do these kinds of episodes all the time. 
Or let's say another example of a push goal might be to just cut your spending. Like maybe you could cut your spending by $100 or $200 a week. Could you do that? So maybe your push goal is to like really look at what you're spending money on and do you need these things anymore? You know, so your push goal, in other words, it's just an abbreviation for something that makes many, not all, but many of your 10 goals possible. All right, let me say this. Okay, hold on. Before you start freaking out, let me say this. I get messages every single week from people who are frozen because they can't decide on their push goal. They think like, oh my gosh, what if I pick the wrong thing? Then my next 90 days are going to be a waste. They freak themselves out. You guys, listen to me, girl. Listen to me, boyfriend. This is not a science. It's not a science. Just freaking pick something. If it's the wrong thing, no big deal. You know why? Because you're going to have backup ideas. Because the last assignment I have for you today is to think about possibilities for a push goal. I mean, I want you to write down every possible idea that might give you more of what you need to accomplish some of those 10 goals, the majority of those 10 goals. Just brainstorm anything and everything, no matter how outlandish or ridiculous or over the top or unrealistic, I don't care. Just don't be nervous about it. Don't hold yourself back. Grab a pencil, grab a pen and a piece of paper and just start writing like, okay, this would help me. This would help. Like if you don't take pen to paper, your life ain't going to change, boo. You got to do this and you've got to do it on paper. This is a game changer. People who do this have the most remarkable year. So either you're going to like listen to this and go, yeah, I just don't have time. Yeah, I'm planning to, or you're actually going to sit down and do this. If you sit down and do this, mark my words, I'm going to have those of you who have done it. I want you to call and leave me a voicemail. Tell that person who's listening right now who's like, yeah, I just don't know if this is going to work for me. I want you to tell them how it's worked for you. I want to hear about your successes using this push goal system. And again, I know some of you have been doing this long before there was even a push journal. You've just learned this process because that was what I wrote my first book about. I wrote my first book long before there was a journal to do this in. I taught people how to do this on paper. So I know some of you have amazing freaking stories and I know you can inspire others with your story. So here's what I want you to do. Go to shaleen.com forward slash ask Shaleen. Or just go to my website, just go to shaleen.com and you'll see there's a little widget there. That's where you leave me a voicemail and tell us, tell us your story. Tell us how by selecting a push goal, you accomplish your other goals and tell us where you are today because this process freaking works, y'all. It does. But don't you dare become a perfectionist and worry about getting it right or getting it wrong. I'm not going to answer you if you send me a DM and like, Shaleen, is this a good push goal? It's not up to me. Just assume it's good enough. And if you start on it and it's not helping you to make progress, then pick another one. But those people who are frozen in fear because they think they're going to pick the wrong one or they're not sure if it's the right one, you got to let go of that. I don't know who got you so freaked out about making a mistake, but it's a mistake to worry about making mistakes. You got to fail your way to success. You got to take action. You got to make mistakes, course correct, and get back to it. All right, this is going to be your most amazing year yet. Of course, I would love for you to have a push journal in your hands because that's going to really make it possible. Here's what I want you to do. Go check one out. Go to pushjournal.com. 
When you enter your email address, if it's your first time ordering, you'll get 15% off. If it's not, check out some of the cool new journals that we have. We do limited editions. We've got push journals for the dudes. Doesn't matter whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a college student or an entrepreneur or a busy professional. It just keeps you on track. I'm excited for you to use this tool. I created it for you. I created it for people like us. Listen, I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.